Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Midday Joy. Joy with Unati. It's 33 minutes after 2 o'clock and I wanted to share a very, very special human being with you, Midday Joyers. A man who entered my heart um, for about two years, my children and I. A man who stood in the rain, in the wind, in the cold, in the blazing sun, in the scorching heat for two years at the Malibongwe and Republic um, intersection. Some of you may know him, some of you may have seen him, um, but he's a man I used to drive past every single day because he's on my way to therapy. He's a man my kids got to, to know, and even when we would eat supper, um, or have lunch, they would always say, Mommy, Mommy, please can we take the leftovers um, to the uncle at the corner of Marbongwe and Republic. And on Saturday, we happened to see each other. Um, he followed me into a parking lot after he saw me on, on Marbongwe. Um, and he happened to just be in town to visit his daughter. Gareth, I don't want to tell your full story. Good afternoon, my darling, and thank you so much for agreeing to share such an intimate tale with our listeners. Good afternoon, Anati. How are you today? <laughs> I'm less emotional, less tears. <laughs> How are you today? That's the important question. Less tears today, Gareth. That's good. Well, today I'm blessed, I'm highly favored, and I am grateful to be where I am today in life. Um, as you told your listeners, two years ago, I was destitute, I was down, I was out, and I'd hit my rock bottom. Um, you know, addiction, drug addiction played a very big part of that, and I'd lost everyone close to me, including my family, my friends, absolutely everyone. Um, due to uh, a church that I was attending um, two years ago. Uh, I still uh, am in contact with uh, the pastor and the congregation today. I decided that I needed a better life. I knew that through through the entire addiction phase of my life, um, I knew I was worth more. I knew that I could achieve more, and I never gave up. Uh, I knew that... uh, you know, as bad as addiction had taken me, I knew that I was able to beat the addiction. And uh, two years ago, I decided uh, that the street life had become too much for me. And I, I, I needed a better life. I needed a, a newer and a happier life. And uh, that opportunity was granted to me by entering into a recovery program. Uh, I completed my program. It was a six-month program. And... Uh, Today, I work for the, for the center where I found my recovery. I'm now able to help other addicts uh, that are still suffering. Um, I do a lot of traveling in and around Johannesburg to, uh, you know, fetch those addicts and show them that I have a better yeah. life, a newer and a happier freedom uh, has been given to me freely by people that barely knew me, uh, people such as yourself, uh, people such as Sean, the owner of the recovery center where I currently work, uh, where I'm uh, the center manager. And life has taken a turn for the better. And I know a lot of people say that life only takes a turn for the worst. And I'd like to tell them that, you know, if you believe in yourself and if you don't give up, there are people out there that are willing to help you, that are willing to love you until you are able to love yourself. People that can provide you with a newer and a happier freedom, uh, happier and newer than you've ever experienced in life before.
Gareth, we, we spoke and, and I know, you know, people are going to think because you sound so upbeat um, and so strong, you know, as you were saying, people would rather focus on the negative as opposed to the positive. I, I mean, I, I literally broke down and cried when I saw you because I drive past there every day and I honestly thought that you were dead. Um, it was a com it's a conversation that my kids and I have, you know, and sometimes they'll say, Mommy, do you know where Uncle is? And I'd say, I don't know, baby. The last he told me he was moving to Limpopo and when you told me that you were you were even your mom even thought that you were no longer here. Um, because there's a great deal of shame that comes with being where you find yourself at that specific moment, even though you know that you you, you, you there is something in you and you des do deserve a, a better chance. Um, that's also something we can overcome as families, right? Of course it is. Um, to, to give you a prime example of that, uh, just yeah. before uh, I came on air, um, I notified my mom, my dad, my sister, and everyone, and they're all listening. Um, because <gasps> I have them back. <laughs> Hello, I everybody. My in my life. <laughs> and you uh, didn't at the time that we knew you, you know, and, and you were about to lose your daughter. And I remember there was one rainy evening. That's the evening that broke me. Um, yes. And it was, I remember it was raining and it was springtime. Um, and you were, you, 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 you needed money to go and see your daughter perform. Um, yes, that's right. And, and that's all that, that's all that. That's the evening that's, that broke me, and that's all that mattered to you. That was it. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be the best father figure for my daughter. Unfortunately, yeah. because of my addiction and the disease of addiction, uh, yeah. you know, it was a choice I made. I'd started off as fun and games uh, when I was very, very young. Uh, yeah. But after a short while, it actually wasn't a game anymore. It had become my life. And my life revolved yeah. around getting and the using of, of, uh, of drugs and alcohol um, in order just to sure. face the day. Uh, but yeah. there was still, you know, my daughter always held a very big part of my life. And because of yeah. what recovery has done for me, I'm actually currently in the process of, you know, getting a parenting plan in, in place and getting a supervised visit and her back in my life. Mm. Phone calls, yeah. um, birthdays, Christmases. I'll never have to spend those days alone again. You know, yeah. as you know, sure. I've spent almost every day of my life alone. Um, yeah. They say that, you know, I can be surrounded by, by millions. And I was. I was surrounded by thousands yeah. of people every day of my life there at Malibongo and Republic. Yeah. However, I was yeah. the loneliest man in the world. Yeah. I had no I, I, I didn't think there was a reason for me to live and carry on. And today but, what are the reasons that you experience um that you know were worth fighting for? You've mentioned your entire family being in contact with you. What are some other things that bring you joy and hope? The fact that you're an educated man now, I must say that. The fact that I saw you driving a car, I must say yes. that. <laughs> Yes, agreed. Um, you know, but waking, just for me, I think the biggest joy is waking up and being able to help others that, were ex that are experiencing the exact same difficulties and troubles that I was going through. You know, yeah. it's, it's so easy for me to turn around, and I did. On many occasions, I said to people, you have no idea what it's like to spend a day in my shoes or... You no said shoes. that to me back then. <laughs> um, and people said, oh, yes, I do. But 
do they actually understand what it's like to not know where your next meal's coming from, to not know where your next uh, fix is going to come from, or how to get that? Uh, and you resort to these terrible measures of doing whatever it takes uh, to get that yeah. next fix, to, to experience that next high, to be able to function as a normal member uh, of society so that people don't see that you're withdrawing and that you're in pain. And, you know, it, it was a constant uphill battle. But since I came into recovery, I mm. have people with me, uh, my employers, my sponsor, uh, my colleagues, um, even the newest member of the recovery center where, where I'm currently working helps me on a daily basis because I know where, they are, where they've come from because I was there and I know what to do to mm. help them because I, I've been helped. Thank you, know, you so for, for me, and thank you. For me, my purpose has been revealed to me that the best way that I can help others is by doing what I'm currently doing and helping people that suffer with addiction and alcoholism problems. Gareth Jacobs, thank you for never giving up on yourself. Thank you for knowing that you had a purpose to fulfill. Thank you for turning yourself and evolving and becoming the man you always knew that you could be. And thank you for being the awesome Joe Burger that we're celebrating today on Kaya 959. Dude, I am so proud of you. I'm so happy. And yeah, the kids and I are going to call you later. Awesome. I cannot wait <laughs> to hear you, from Karen. you and the kids. Thank you very much for everything. <laughs> I really appreciate it. No, thank you for being a great example of what, what, what good will can do and hope. And that's the incredible man who is Gareth Jacobs, who never gave up on himself. He was homeless for years on the corner of Malibongwe and Republic. And I just needed him to come on to share his story, to remind you to never give up on yourself. Because today is Tuesday and we've hashtagged it, Choose You Tuesdays. Midday Joy Joy with Unati Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind Visit kayafm.co.za for more